It's the Exit 52 podcast sponsored by Jimmy Seafood. It's your boy Spencer Schultz coming to you live. We are recording Wednesday, September 13th. You're listening to this on Thursday, September 14th. I am joined by the venerable Eric Arditi as well as one Brian Black. Boys, the Orioles just lost a series to the St. Louis Cardinals who quietly have played okay baseball their last couple series. Mm -hmm. But it is a little bit of sad boy season here as the Orioles fall one to nothing in the rubber match to the prince who was promised, Drew Rom. Fellas, how are we feeling? I'm not feeling great. I mean, <laughs> two nights ago, Taylor and I sat up here being like, this is the best. This is just, we're going to make mincemeat out of these guys. They just had that like comeback on Monday night and then like the last two nights, it, whatever the fuck vibes bark in the park brought in the last two nights we got to cancel that promotion next year i think it we're brought, done the, it brought the dog out of the cardinals i think yeah i mean i was i was at the game last night or the tuesday night game the the john means day and and means look great and nobody else really did i mean i mean the you know he it, it was tough i mean they couldn't square up adam wainwright who i had to like wipe my eyes and make sure i was seeing the speed right his fastball was was 86 they were saying he was he was throwing curveballs at 70. And we used to always see it like the soft tossing crafty lefties, you know, anybody old or you know, that throws under 80 miles an hour just dices them up. And that's kind of what happened. They could not touch him tonight versus Drew Rom. Like all the credit in the world to Drew Rom. I mean, he came in with an I think an eight ERA um in his four starts. So he hasn't been good since the trade. Um, but credit to him. He he got his first win and and he looked awesome tonight. I think he went six. I don't know what, what's happened with runners in scoring position the last two nights. Like, again, give credit to the Cardinals. Spenny said it. They're playing much better. They're not dog water anymore. But, like, looking at the lineup going into today, no no Arenado. It's like, that's a lineup. You, you got to beat this rookie, you know, with an 80 or right? You have to, especially going in to a series versus Tampa. And that's, that's big brothers looming. Even though we're in first place, you know, we kind of consider them big brothers still. So they're the dark cloud hanging over. And – they're, I mean, they're just, they're red hot right now. They're not losing. They've come from behind every goddamn day. It feels like every bullpen they face just shits down their throat um, in the eighth and ninth inning. And it's just, as well as the the Orioles have been playing, the Rays have, again, just been, been keeping up. They're still nipping right there. So, I mean, this four-game set up two games. If you win one, again, it, we've talked about it. It's essentially, a, a, it counts for two, but... This 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 is going to be a very tight series. I mean, there's a lot of clenched going on right now, um, even though it is only two losses in a row. But it's sad boy hours or whatever, sad boy season. It's 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 time to nut up. Like, you got to put on your big boy pants now. Like, this is the series that we've been begging for and pleading for. Weekend series, first place in the division on the line. Like, this is where it's, it's, it's pedal to the metal. You have to. This is it. This is playoff baseball, and yeah, Brian, you look, you look you look pretty pretty jacked up right now. Looks like it's death to the Rays on your that's right tag here. Go for it, my friend. That's correct. It's death to the Rays. This is the this is what we've been waiting for. It's it's this mm. is uh, home alone. This is our home. We, we don't get scared now. That whole thing. Yeah, um, yesterday. Yeah, there, there's it's baseball. There's back and forth uh, ebbs and flows. We've kind of maintained this two to four game ish. Um, lead over them and i guess two is as small as it's been in the last i don't know what month and a half 
Um, um, and that's okay. Like we've known the schedule out in front of us. We've known that this series is on the, has been on the slate the entire time. It was always going to be a very impactful series and it's just an opportunity to undo if you want to call them wrongs. Like, yeah, losing a series to what were they 20 games under 500? I don't know how bad are the Cardinals this year? They're bad. They're bad. Um, losing to a series like that at home in September is not good. I feel less good about the Orioles than I did 48 hours ago, but at the same time, like you just got to accept that there are going to be some, some downswings and with tomorrow presents a new opportunity to turn it around and, and win the big ones. Like I'd trade, I would have traded getting swept by the Cardinals and losing that streak, having it fall to one game if it meant us winning three out of four against the Rays, like it, this is, mm-hmm. these are double games. That's a way to look at it. So um, we can spend time crying in our soup about losing to two soft throwing pitchers. And let me tell you, all these American league teams are picking up the phone and trying to talk. <laughs> Brian is we've, we've lost Frank, Frank's down right when he was on a roll too. Perfectly as he's on a roll. Oh, that's so like, good. Uh, felt like the Orioles right as the Cardinals came to town. Just like oh. just like he was getting on a roll, Brian just gets shotgunned into the stratosphere there. He's back. We need that clip. We need that clip. That was unbelievable. We need that, that was clip unbelievable. so bad. So bad. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it happened. Like, it literally, like, my mouse somehow scrambled up, and I don't know if it was a right click, but whatever. My browser went back <laughs> one page. So, um, anyways, uh, yeah, everybody's calling up Rich Hill is where I was going with that. Yeah, they're, they're everybody's calling up the, the softest mm-hmm. throwers they know to try to come to the yard and throw the birds off their game. Um, I'm not I'm not worried about it. Like, we've shelled great pitchers. It's two games. Um, we've had some um, maybe some – I hate the term punt lineups, but maybe not our top lineup out there for these two games. Um so you just got to roll with the punches and show up for the next four. Tampa Bay Rays, the Orioles have obviously won the season series over already, I believe. Oh, six and three? No, not yet, actually. So six and three, the Orioles will have to win at least one there to uh, prevent that from giving the Rays an advantage if they are to tie. Uh, it was really interesting tonight. It's just one of those – the Orioles go through these little – it's not even a cold streak. It's just like they're not that great for like a couple games. That's what the story has been for me this year. It'll be like, okay, they'll, the bats will wake up. All of a sudden, the arms go cold. They let up a bunch of runs. They, it kind of like tips the scale in either direction, and suddenly they're giving you quality starts again. Suddenly they're, they're scoring five, seven, eight runs. So hopefully uh, Kyle Gibson, a sign of things to, go, to come. I guess to, to skip in, we talked about whether or not we were going to do one. It's a little, a little late. The boys may be a little tired after a rough series, but wanted to do the Black Eyed Susan Spices hot take because I just thought of one. My uh, hot take coming in here presented by Black Eyed Susan Spices is that Shintaro Fujinami has been absolutely electric, man. And Mm. for all the shit that everybody wanted to talk for a pitcher that was a starter that comes to the U.S. for the first time, that goes and plays for a dejected Oakland athletics team in empty stadiums, the Orioles grabbed a hold of someone that throws 100 as a filthy sinker and he looks comfortable, he looks athletic, he can cover his position. And mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see a huge performance in this Rays series out of Shintaro Fujinami. So I think that's going to be my Black Eyed Susan Spices hot take there. Use code EXIT52 
or 10% off of your Black Eyed Susan Spices. I literally just had some earlier. It was fantastic. Had a little uh, beef and cheese homemade burrito. Put some of the, the red flag mm. hot sauce on there. I've, I've been singing its praises. My, my mouth is still hot. My nose got all cleared out. It's an allergy preventer. So that's mm. my hot take. Uh, Brian, your role got cut off a little bit. Eric, if you guys have anything you're feeling, hot take about this Rays series. Rays coming to town. What's it going to look like? Anything? What's what's in your heart? What's in your souls right now? What's a take that's bubbling inside of you? I mean, it's not again. It's not a take. It's kind of just more on what like Brian was saying. Though, like this is what we wanted. Like it, when you look at it now. So Nathan Ruiz, who has been, I don't know if you guys, I have alerts on for him. He's great. Um, He's been doing, he's been crunching the numbers on the magic number, um, literally. And so he says, here's what needs to happen for the Orioles to clinch a playoff spot Friday, which obviously the Adam Jones game announced that it's already a sellout. Like it's, it's, that is going to be like, it has to be similar to like the Cal Ripken statue game in 2012, that night versus the Yankees, like atmosphere. I mean, it, I, I tweeted earlier, like this has the chance to be an all time atmosphere, like during a regular season game. Um, so if they win the first two against the Rays, they clinch on Friday. It's massive. I mean, that's, it's, it's crazy. Oh no, no, it's, oh, sorry. Here's what needs to happen. See, there's so many things. (laughs) Let me see. They win the first two games against the Rays. The Rangers lose their next two games, one versus the Blue Jays and Guardians. And then the Mariners lose to the Dodgers on Friday. So maybe, maybe it got more complicated, but again, like this weekend legitimately has a chance to be just a madhouse at Camden Yards. If they can come out hot which there's no real reason to believe that they're not. Um, but if they can come out hot and win the first game and kind of lift everybody's spirits back up, that again, that Friday night can be birdbath atmosphere against the Pirates that night, like similar to that buzz we had in like the eighth and ninth inning. So the, it's it has a, it has a very it, great chance to be just a great weekend, a great vibes weekend at Camden Yards. So I'm, it's- I'm, ner- I'm scared, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Is that a hot take though? I think everybody's on the same page there. Where I think No. I just I wanted I just hot, wanted to get it back out there. I had to. I think your hottest take is calling the Rays big brother. Like sure, I think the Rays them, have been That was subliminal. That was that was they've what been did more com- Yeah. They've been more competitive sure over mm-hmm. the last I mean go back to 08, right? That's the year they made the World Series. Yeah. Um over the last 15 years they've been a more competitive team. But at the end of the day, they're still playing in a joke of a stadium with nobody showing up. Um, they can't figure out what if they're the Devil Rays or the Rays. They change their uniforms every other year, um, and they don't. And they're they're more of a poverty franchise than we are. We're we have some money. We're just stupid and don't spend it. Mm-hmm. They they have they have everything that makes up a little brother profile, like. I know but, that we were down the dirt for some years, but mm-hmm. um, I think I think it's time for us to start embracing the idea that we're the bad boy on the block and stop looking around at I, everybody else. Sure. I think that is, this is the series. This is this is the scene in the wire when Naaman goes up to the guy that he thought he thinks he's all tough, and then he gets punched in the face. Like it, you know that that could be this series. Like. It, we, it almost happened against the Blue Jays last year. There was a massive series right around this time where they needed to win two of three or three of four or whatever to get in, and they just laid an egg. So, again, this is the series to show, like, we're not we're not the little – like, we're not, we're not little brother anymore. Like, we're, we're here now. We're going to punch you right in the face. So, that's why – I mean, 
I think, again, just how consistently the Rays have won. Again, they've never won at all, but they've been to the World Series and, and maybe a Mickey Mouse won, but they've been there. And again, they were kind of just that, the you know, they're not the, the flashy high price one, but every year they're there in the end. Like, so I, I just consider them because of their success, you know, over the Orioles and just in the regular season, big brother as of right now. I don't respect them. I don't care for them. Fuck them. <laughs> Okay. We've heard we've heard Mike Elias refer to the Guardians, refer to the Rays as a couple teams that the Orioles are looking to model themselves after with a, a lower payroll and the way that they have development, things like that. So um, an interesting time. The Orioles sitting at 91 and 54, two games up on the Rays, who are 90 and 57. Each team has won seven of their last 10, even after the Orioles just dropped two there. The Rays 40 and 32 on the road. The Orioles 43 and 28 at home. I believe there was a tweet earlier. I can't recall which beat reporter that Randy Arozarena's home run to go ahead and take a massive game for the Rays against the Twins. End up taking two out of three there. Uh, let out some curse words in the Orioles <laughs> locker room and clubhouse there. So uh, the Orioles and Rays. I don't think I don't think they like like. The Yankees, sure. The Red Sox, sure. I don't think the Orioles and the Rays like each other very much. Randy Rosarain has been a little bit of a killer. I think these teams bring out the competitive factor in one another. Uh, it's really crazy to me, and I'll, I'll pass it back to you guys, that just after everything that's happened with really the Rays' two best players, arguably, like most talented players, and really we'll, we'll call Wander Franco probably the best player on their team. Mm -hmm. uh, him going down, obviously McClanahan gone, that they just keep on rolling, man. It would be kind of like if Kyle Bradish and, and you know, Adley or Gunner were to go down one of those two guys. So pretty nuts there. Uh, with that in mind, what do you think of when you think of this series going well this weekend? I'm going to say a very good crowd, but Brian, what comes to mind when you're like, wow, I need this for the Orioles to play well. I need this to play well. Like, I mean, I just want to go with the general answer. Just fucking win. Just do a job. But um, yeah, get the crowd buzzing. I want to see a real fuck you star from Bradish to just set the tone. Mm -hmm. That's what I think I want the most. Um, he's been kind of under the radar, I think, across the league a little bit. And this is his opportunity to, to kind of make a name for himself um, and really cement himself as the, that dog for the postseason. I think that game is on national TV, too. It's on, like, I think they're starting, like, at, like, NBC or something like that. I've seen, like, ads for it. I don't know. So, again, it's – that kind of just backs up your um, – your... Kyle Bradish, you know, kind of making his name. That's a good, that would be, that would get people fucking fired up. If he goes like eight with four hits, you know, an earned run and like nine strikeouts, that would get people going. I think Kyle Bradish has been a little bit, maybe, maybe the most like emotionally even keel guy on the mound this year too. He just chomps mm -hmm. on that gum. I always bring that up I just, every time I think about him just chewing the fucking shit out of some gum. So, uh, Let's see a little, maybe a little emotion, a little slider, put one away, a little fist pump from Kyle Bradish, get the boys buzzing. And mm. with that in mind, I mean, we haven't even mentioned Adam Jones, Friday, September 15th. Adam Jones set to retire as an Oriole. Adam being welcomed back to the yard. That's going to get the people buzzing. I was looking on game time earlier, and I think the cheapest non-upper reserve seat, the game is sold out, has been sold out for days. Cheapest mm. non-upper uh, reserve seat I saw was $128 after fees. So... It is going to be packed, and it's not like the Rays are bringing a bunch of fans, and mm -hmm. it's not the you know some other team in the division that usually does that. So the yard's going to be packed. Really coming off of a, a pretty low fifteen thousand 
fan average for this series. Don't don't blame people. Ravens game just happened. You know, Monday, Tuesday game, Wednesday game. Weather's been a little mm-hmm. bit iffy, and it's going to be a huge weekend at the yard. So fans bring the noise, bring everything. It's going to be a massive series, series of the year. I was I was pretty I like audibly was like I'm pretty disappointed by how the the lack of fans on Tuesday night. I thought when Means was announced, I was like, oh man, I got to get tickets. Like I I, I got to be there. And when I walked in, it was like, holy shit. I was like, this is this is not great. It was an awesome night. It was a beautiful night. Like it was, and again, it was Tuesday. There's no Monday night football or anything. I was I was pretty disappointed. And it's like, I get it, it's getting cooler and against school and yada yada yada. But again, it's like you know John Means night. It was John Means night. The Cardinals are probably selling out on a Tuesday night, you know, if the Orioles come to town or or you know, someone like that. Like uh, them get them getting fifteen K or whatever it was, was that was a tough look, I thought. Not not happy with that. So definitely not. So with that, um, I don't know, man. Tough tough series coming up. This is this is it. This is September. This is really could be the division. Could also absolutely not be if these teams go and split. Then suddenly you're looking ahead and it's going to be a, a photo finish if these well, teams are to split. I forgot real quick too. We haven't talked about it. You know who they play after um, Tampa. They go to Houston for Houston for three. So again, it's like, it's not like there's not going to be a come down from this. It's not going to be like, Oh, thank God. You know, we just faced, you know, this, this tough series. And then it's like, Oh no, now, now you're going to get, you know, Valdez or, or Verlander or someone, you know, so that's, that makes every game again, just that much bigger in this series. So we'll see. Definitely does Houston, Houston two games up currently, uh, or excuse me, one game up on the Rangers right now. So they're not going to be laying down for anything. They've got everything at stake as well. So Orioles have, have had some pencil pushers, the Cardinals, the Red Sox, the Angels, the Diamondbacks, the White Sox, the Rockies, since they played the Jays. So, you know, Red Sox are no, nothing to sneeze at, but really had a, a pretty easy path there. And now it's going to be Rays, Houston, Cleveland, the Nationals, and then the Red Sox to close out the year. Time to get after it. Most certainly is. I think uh, Adley Rushman's been outstanding against the AL East this year. I think he's he's hitting 300 against every single team in the AL East. They need him and Gunner to be superstars. I think that's what this series is going to be all about. You need those two guys to long at bats, difficult. Uh, Adley at this point, you know, has, has gotten rested up. James McCann mm-hmm. played a ton in this series. So I think they they were maybe willing to lay an egg against the Cardinals a little bit, tiny baby more. Uh, we also haven't talked about Ryan Mountcastle said he felt his shoulder pop. He ends up getting pulled out one inning after that happened. I believe I think he played another I inning. Think we two more innings. Two I, more. I, two I, more I thought innings. that's what I read. I wasn't watching then, but I think it might've been two more innings. I uh, know I saw him in the field after that happened. And then simultaneously we see tweets from beat writers saying that Heston Kerstad was pulled out of Norfolk. Uh, got pinch hit for, Pretty much, pretty much 15 minutes after that happened. So mm-hmm. we'll be uh, waiting on pins and needles to see what happens with Mountie, see what happens with Heston Kerstad. Heston Kerstad gets called up. What do we see happening there? Let's say that we assume the worst. We assume this does happen. Ryan Mountcastle, maybe quick little IL stint. The Orioles are able to get Kerstad up. What, what are your expectations, Eric, for, for Kerstad? I mean, it would just, kind just of- where they put him, what they're going to do. I mean, does this move O'Hearn? What do you think? It may, yeah. May, I mean, they may do like the Tony DH O'Hearn first. And then Kerstad and Wright, or you know, maybe they DH Kerstad or something like that. Um, 
But again, I mean, from the way that Mountcastle was talking, him like physically, because Hyde came out immediately and was like day to day. And I was like, oh, okay, that, you know, feel kind of good about it. And then when you listen to Mountcastle, he goes, it doesn't feel great. I heard it pop, you know, pray for the best. Like when he said that, I was like, oh, like, wait, this is not a day to day thing. Like, it's not a stinger. It's it, it, like, this is, this could be something big. Like Mountie definitely a guy that likes to play, play kind of stuff like that off too, for the most part, it feels yeah. like not, not really with vertigo, but like deal. probably three weeks before he went on the IL. Like, yeah, that, dude's, dude's definitely, dude's definitely tough. So mm. hate, hate, hate to see that. Uh, but Heston Kerr said unfortunate circumstances would be exciting. Get another bat up there. Get another guy that would be playoff eligible. Uh, maybe because it depends in, on the injury exemption. I, but I, I think remember. he's in, because if he's in the organization, as long, I, I think he's on the 40 man. I don't know. I think he is. He would have to be. I don't know. I can't remember. We'll, we'll defer to those that are into the ins and outs a little bit more there. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but anything else, fellas, what, what are we feeling? What are we thinking this game? We see drew freaking Rom go shove. We see Gunner Henderson, I guess was the only other thing that comes to mind lace a triple a two out triple in a one nothing game hustles to third like it's nothing just breezes to third base like not breezes but there was no doubt Gunnar Henderson was going to be on third base as soon as he left the batter's box so um, Gunnar digging it out love to see that little tiny bit of a spark of momentum at the very end of the game like all right these fuckers aren't just gonna lay us down we're not just gonna you know go out swinging Gunnar's not gonna go strike out so I love to see that he's a dog I mean I I couldn't tell if that ball glanced off the side wall, kind of, or if it just how the did jump, that out? Like out? a long straight jump. Yeah, I was rooting for it to get out. Obviously, I thought it had a chance, and he absolutely shat on that ball. So, like, pe- people should not be able to hit balls that hard the opposite way. Um, mm-hmm. What was that one o two that he was hitting? Um, I think he's, he's had, just I a think, freak. I think uh, I can't recall what it was. I think eleven of his home runs have been to center or left field. I'm not mistaken, too. So, Gunner's Gunner's yeah. got full field power all over, baby. That's ridiculous. By the way, I, I have to call this out. I, were you guys watching the press conference? I know I, I texted about it. But I wasn't. The reporter who asked Brandon Hyde, is it tough to drop a series right now? I mean, <laughs> I audibly was like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, I, I wanted Hyde to give such a, fu- like a bad answer. Like, no, I love it. it. The Baylor basketball, oh, like how'd they out-rebound you? And the guy was like, oh, well, they they jumped up and they grabbed the ball in the air before we they yeah, did it more than we did. And that's called a rebound. Yeah, and, and he's like, <laughs> and they got more of those. Like, I was praying that Hyde was like, yeah, going to be like, yes, it's fucking fantastic. It's what you <laughs> aim for. Like, just one time, give me somebody to break the, like, the mold. Give me like a Kenny Powers moment. But I I was like shocked that I heard that. I wonder I what, like, Buck, I gotta find what, out who what Buck's answer would have been to that. Yeah. Well, what do you like? What do you think? Like, yeah, you know, he probably would have put turned it right around. A hundred percent would have. Like, well, well, what would you have done? How would you have done? Yeah. But um, like, well, considering the Rays just won't die, and uh, we got them coming to town. What do you think? What do you? How do you think? We feel <laughs> what do you that? think? Yeah, that's. By the way, the, the I mean the Rays. It's it's of course they are. They're lining up their horses. Everyone, you know, Glass now is going. Eflin's going. Um, Savali, I think they traded for. So. I, again, I just, you can't, it can't be said enough just how massive this is. Like, I'm yeah, scared. So, I'm, uh, it's the, it's the, um, what's the, the Saved by the Bell gif? Like, I'm so scared. I'm so, or I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. She says yeah, that. Um, 
I guess the elephant in the room here is that they're they're giving the ball to Flaherty on Friday, which is the big one, like all things considered. It's um and it's this, ball, this it's is Baldo. This is it for him. It's a Baldo in twenty fourteen with the uh clinch miss. I mean, I guess you could look at it that way, but <laughs> um yeah, this does doesn't this feel like the end of the rope for him? Like if he doesn't really put out a real strong effort, like he slides out. Means I we're, we're rocking with what a six man rotation for the time being because means I think they cut it down for, to a five man right now. Yeah, because then Irvin went down today for Vespi. The Vespi Vespa rides again, baby. I love Vespa. But if they were going, it's with a traditional five man. Means would have pitched Tuesday, and then he would be the one slotted on Sunday, and they push mm-hmm. him to Monday. Which, sure, give him a little more rest. He's you know building back up. Um, but it comes at the expense of giving the ball to a Jack Flaherty in a spot like this. Yeah. This is, this love is it. his his big moment. Like You know what? That's actually my hot take. I think he's going to nut up in a big way. Mm-hmm. I, I've been tossing that around the old brain when that rotation came out. And uh, I don't think there's anyone with more to gain or lose than mm-hmm. Jack Flaherty in this series. He, yeah. he needs to be able to rear back, get that extra two miles per hour on the fastball, needs to be able to hone it in. He, like, got to be laser-focused here. He's at that that opportunity in his career even that if he doesn't put up here, he's he's a, a spring training invitee next year or, or whenever – because we have another year of control over him. No, I think he's a free agent or, after this year. I was going to say free agent. Sure. He, he, he starts on the Matt Harvey track, mm. you know, if he doesn't – Put up or here. he could make himself a lot of money tomorrow or you know friday with a, he could make himself correct fun, i don't um, even know if it would be making money for him but it would be like gaining confidence and not getting kind of sent into the getting the cole irvin, start, even the cole irvin kind of swirl mm-hmm. is where he would enter if he's not able to give them you know five five competitive innings six competitive innings something like that uh the one guy i'm looking at right now who we talk about Mount Castle having a weird year. I think Cedric Mullins has obviously had a really weird year too. Obviously with the injuries, the amount of home runs he's robbed, the amount of clutch hits he's had, um, what he's been able to do, you know, hits a grand slam the other night. Looking over his last 10 appearances, he has been hitless in six of them. This is a series where Cedric Mullins, who has fought through groin injuries, I'm sure that was terrible, awful, but really could use Cedric Mullins having competitive at-bats, being able to, to get on the base path. I'm not sure. I feel like he's in a position right now where it's going to come out and be like, yeah, Cedric Mullins had to get off season surgery. Like he should probably not have been playing Mm -hmm. maybe something like that, but we're getting to the point where you need a guy that uh, I'll I'll say is like, you know, your, your veteran, your veteran leader, your veteran captain, your veteran guy who's been there a while, you know, him and Hayes, everybody talks about that, but it's like Mullins talent is different. What he can do in center field, what he can do on the base pads. He's a a real, for me in this series uh, X factor, for the Orioles to be able to go get handle business, go split, win three out of four, something like that. So looking at Cedric Mullins to turn it up here. They've also been pacing him. I think the Orioles have really been pacing for this series. He Mm -hmm. missed a couple, you know, was benched, pinch hit a couple times, things like that. So hopefully him, Adley, fresh for this series. Um, This is a test, man. And and we talk about the Rays. They they have been since 08, super competitive, 100-game winners, guys that are shoving in the playoffs, stuff like that. Um, going to the World Series, winning World Series, all those kinds of things. And now I think this is where like Adley and Gunner and a Westberg and a Bradish and a Grayson are like, all right, like, let's see what we're made of. Let's see what time it is. Or, or, or am I him? Am I that mm-hmm. guy, pal? 
that kind of series. So super fired up. Very, very current viral meme right now. Very current. <laughs> very super current viral meme. Anything um, else, guys? Anything else before I get us out of here? We have would love to shout out our sponsor, Fed Thrill. Should be a pretty sunny weekend. Looks like the weather is going to be, uh, I believe, right 70s. around high 70s, low yeah. of like 60 every single night. So it should be a really nice kind of uh, whisper into fall. So make sure to go get your sunnies, your fall sunnies. Check out Fed Thrill sunglasses. They are the best. Maryland-themed, everything the best. Go get some crabs on them. Go get all, all, all the fun Maryland stuff. Fedthrill.com, promo code EXIT52. Football tailgates coming up. Maryland Terrapins tailgates. Orioles playoff runs, the whole nine yards. Again, that is promo code EXIT52 on Fedthrill.com. Fellas, anything else before we get out of here? Any, any last thoughts? Let's go get after it. I mean, we're, we're going to chat a little football tomorrow, too. Um, God knows that Sunday is one of those days, one of those big <laughs> double TV days, baby. I'm fired up to sit down and, and watch both these games simultaneously, get some tweets off. I know, I know I'm know, i getting old because, like, I went to the Ravens game. I had fun going to the game sick. Ravens do have a pretty fun game day experience for sure. But it's like, man, I am pretty excited for them to be on the road in comparison and – to uh to sit and watch and uh enjoy that that 30 something lifestyle that i just entered so i'm, I'm fired up for that this is a big sunday's a big this is why you lift all them weights like this is why you train all off season for the days like that exactly this is why i've been carb loading <laughs> well with that i think that uh that does it for us pretty tight half hour right on the 30 minute mark let's look at that that's 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 a thing of beauty there so Nice little episode. Just wanted to cover this race series, talk about Orioles having a, a tough one and what lies ahead. So make sure to go follow all of the fellas. You can follow me, Spencer Schultz, at Ravens for Dummies. That's the number four. You can go follow the podcast at Exit 52. I have completely lost wherever the rest of them are, somewhere in the stratosphere. Uh, I've got my sheet here somewhere. Eric, Brian, shout yourselves out at Taylor Smythe 10, I believe, as well. We, we get in here every week. We can skip one. Yeah. There we go. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> you follow us anyway. With that, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Go give us a five-star review. Share this podcast with a friend. We're building something in Baltimore. So fire <laughs> us up, baby. Um, share this. We're, we're getting after it. So we appreciate the love, appreciate the feedback. We're looking to do some fun in-person events upcoming, I believe, as well. So uh, we also have the, the Jimmy Seafood Grayson meet and greet eric about that if you want to talk about that for a second too yep yep that's uh september 25th again a monday night um when i was on with taylor i think we said there were nine tickets left eight tickets left something like that so definitely get them pick them up if you haven't an autograph a picture um get the chat with grayson and then we're hosting a um hosting a q a with him so should be a good old time beautiful check it out go to jimmy's famous seafood.com go check out tickets for that in the events tab with that, we appreciate you guys. That'll do it for us. See you. <laughs> All right, what is it you want to do when you grow up?